the most synonymous word with entrepreneurship, resilience. Entrepreneurship is a challenging and unpredictable journey, and it has a lot of setbacks and failures. So you have to stay focused, but don't be afraid to pivot and evolve. I'm Raphael. I'm Cecil. Welcome to Family Man Building the Brand, the podcast that explores what it means to be a father, husband, and a businessman. Join us as we talk to entrepreneurs that are winning at home and in business. Join us as we talk about their journeys, family life, and tips for success. Hello and welcome to another episode of Teaching Moment, where we deep dive into specific topics with the intention to provide you guys with real life actionable steps. Welcome. I am your host, Cecil Williams. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about mindset, which is one of the first steps in our framework. And we're going to talk about what type of mindset it takes to succeed as an entrepreneur. I think, but before we get into talking about mindset, because I do think the mindset is the first and fundamental step, phase, or part of becoming successful in anything that you do, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you want to become a doctor, a lawyer, whatever the case might be, or anything that you're going ahead into life. I mean, when your kids are transitioning from one phase of life into another, everything is dependent on your mindset. I mean, I remember as a kid, trying to, when I was transitioning from high school to college and coming to the United States, I mean, I'd have to say I depended on my parents to do a lot of things as kids for me that probably adults would do for parents. I mean, and and that type of stuff. And I remember while I was coming to the United States, it was time to apply for my student visa to come to the United States. And I remember asking my mom to do all that stuff for me. And uh, my aunt, who was an American citizen, then she was born here and all that stuff. She kind of understood what it took and she wanted to, she said, she told my mom not to do it, that I needed to do it myself. And she pulled me in and gave me a talk. It's like, hey, you're 18 now. You're going to the States by yourself. Your parents are not going with you. Yes, they're helping you get there, but you are going to the States by yourself and you need to start doing these things by yourself because when you get there, everything you do in college is going to be done by yourself. You're going to make all the decisions by yourself. And that was the first true conversation I ever had with someone who, I mean, it's stuck. Like, I mean, we're talking about since I was 18 and I'm way more than that now. So it's stuck with me since then that it takes a particular mindset. And that was a mindset thing because she was basically telling me to say, Hey, you're going to have to start making decisions on yourself. You're going to have to start doing things for yourself. Why not start now? And I was a little terrified of having to fill out the application, take it to the embassy myself, get a, an interview and all that stuff. So from a very young age, you can kind of say they instill it in you, but it doesn't really matter because I do think when it comes to entrepreneurship specifically, you, if you were born into it, into that world, or you're not used to it, it's a new frontier. So it still takes a specific type of mindset. And today we're going to explore what kind of mindset it takes to succeed. But before we determine what most new entrepreneurs need to succeed, we first have to examine some of the symptoms and barriers, because I think it's important to understand what's preventing you from your goal. Only then are you able to devise a plan of action to overcome them. So what we've done is we've created this four step, um, or we've categorized it into four. I think there's four main things that kind of prevent people generally from succeeding. And especially in entrepreneurship, these are the things that kind of prevent you. So I think once you understand and you know what will prevent you from succeeding, it makes it easier 
for you to be able to overcome them and create steps. So after we go over the, you can kind of call it the symptoms of what, or the barriers that are preventing you from succeeding, then we can devise a strategy of what you can do to help you overcome those things. So you can then figure out success. So the, the four things are, the first one is lack of self-belief. Most people don't believe in themselves. They don't believe they can achieve their goals. So I think when you have a lack of self-belief, you have a limiting belief. You don't believe things can be done and we, you have to find a way to overcome that. So, so a lack of self-belief really prevents you from getting to where you need to get to. Second is you're all over the place. You don't believe in yourself and now you're all over the place. You have a lack of focus. You want to be a jack of all trades. And I think in entrepreneurship, most people have the mindset that when they start, they have to be a jack of all trades. While it might be true sometimes, but I see it as wearing many hats, not necessarily a jack of all trades, because you could be doing one thing and you have to wear many hats within that one thing. But that doesn't mean you're a jack of all trades. I personally have seen it. I have probably experienced it. And most young entrepreneurs experience it. Maybe not necessarily always new, but young entrepreneurs want to be a jack of all trades, especially when it comes to maybe I think the making money part of things, because you try one thing, it's not making you money. You try another thing, it's not making you money. So I, I think most inexperienced entrepreneurs kind of suffer from that being all over the place. Next is FOMO. Now that's the fear of missing out. You're willing to jump in at any opportunity without due diligence and you're impatient about things. Like I said earlier, you try one thing, it doesn't work and you keep wanting to jump into other things. But so FOMO is that you just, because you're afraid to miss out on things, you're always, every time somebody presents you an opportunity, you just jump into it. And I don't think that's helpful. Then the last of the four is a fear of commitment. And I think that's probably one of the most important things that it's interesting because people are truly afraid of committing to their goals and success. And sometimes they're afraid because of the unknown. They're afraid because of actually what they know their potential could be to succeed, but a fear of commitment. So your lack of self-belief, being all over the place, the fear of missing out and a fear of commitment. Those are the four things that I would kind of say are the barriers to having a growth mindset. But with all that said, I think we can fix that. I mean, at the end of the day, all these problems have solutions. After all, the goal of an entrepreneur is to solve problems. But first, you must solve the problems limiting you before you can solve those of others and society at large. So normally, I mean, we're going to get into this. I think we I kind of came up with like a 10-step process or 10 things that you could do to help you with a growth mindset. And uh, I'd say this, normally people learn and consume information in bite sizes, myself included. And that magic number is normally three, but we have 10 things that we're going to do. So I'm going to encourage you to save this episode and keep coming back to it over and over. So you're able to go through those 10 things and you're able to kind of figure it out and dive in and, and create a plan for yourself. So of the 10 things, the first one, is you have to develop a growth mindset. I think a growth mindset is characterized by a belief that success is not limited to one's ability, but can be developed through hard work and perseverance. So you have to, for me particularly, one of the ways I've kind of gone into developing this growth mindset is by reading. I wasn't always a reader, but I think when I jumped into the entrepreneurial journey, I started reading. One of the first people I was reading was, I mean, I, I read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, 
I'm a very big fan of Gary Vonnegut, Gary V. I've read most of his books. So I started reading books. I started reading a lot of self self-help books. I'll give you three books real quick that I think you should read. There's one called The Four Agreements, The Celestine Prophecy, and Think and Grow Rich, which is by Napoleon Hill, which is probably one of the most popular books, bestseller and, and stuff like that. So you can read books that are going to help you with your growth mindset. You can watch certain movies or you can, I mean, you can consume a lot of stuff on podcasting, on YouTube and watch people and stuff like that. So number two is goal setting. I mean, after you've kind of motivated yourself by reading these help books, now you're in a space where you want to do something, but before you jump into all the things that you want to do, I think you you need to be able to goal set. Successful entrepreneurs have a clear vision of what they want to achieve and set specific goals to get there. What if your clothing choices could make a difference in your community? Introducing Royal Dynamite, a t-shirt line founded in Los Angeles with deep roots in Sierra Leone. Our founders met in the U.S. with a passion for streetwear and a commitment to giving back to their community. With every t-shirt purchase, we donate a portion of our profits to support education and entrepreneurship programs in Sierra Leone and other parts of the world. Our t-shirts not only represent your personal style, but also your dedication to community and making a difference in the world. Join us in creating a world where your clothing choices are statement pieces and an extension of who you are. Shop now and make an impact. Use the discount code for 20% of your purchase, FAMBABRD20, F-A-M-B-A-B-R-D-20. This will give you 20% off your first purchase. Go to royaldynamite.com, R-O-Y-A-L-D-Y-N-A-M-I-T-E, royaldynamite.com. Now, you have to set achievable and measurable goals, but that's why it says successful entrepreneurs. You're not there yet. You're not a successful entrepreneur just yet, but you want to get there. So you kind of have to develop goal setting. I mean, now there's so many, whether it's journaling on a book, whether you have to write things down, you have to keep score, you have to figure out how you measure these things. So I think figure out your system of goal setting. And there's lots of things out there, especially in today's world. There's so many people who figured it out and they're teaching you how to accomplish goal setting for themselves. And it can be transferring over, transferable over to you. However, you have to implement these things and practice goal setting. Now, number three is continuous learning. To build a successful business, it is crucial that you're constantly learning and expanding your knowledge base. You have to keep yourself updated with the latest trends, industry news. You have to take courses. You have to read books, like I mentioned earlier. You have to attend workshops. And you have to seek advice from mentors and coaches. So I think the idea of continuous learning, you never stop learning. I mean, in life, you never stop learning if you want to grow, if you want to succeed at anything. So entrepreneurship is no different and even more so. I mean, if you take lawyers and doctors are constantly having to learn, constantly having to update themselves, and it only makes sense because the world is evolving. Things are changing. We're discovering new things. And in order for them, for us to entrust our lives with them, they have to keep learning. So as an entrepreneur, I mean, if you look at all the stuff with social media, if you look at all the stuff that's changing AI and all these things, we have to be updated. So when we speak to our audience, when we speak to our customers, they believe us and see us as a person of authority. So you have to continuously learn and you can get that information by seeking advice, like it says, mentors, read books, attend workshops and things of that sort. So number four is you have to take calculated risk. This is very important. I think most people 
start in businesses and they just take risks. They calculated risk just means you 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 have to take the time to research and analyze what you're getting yourself into. You have to evaluate before you make decisions. I've made a lot of bad decisions in the past with investments, with things, simply because I was young and naive. I might have had the resources to do it, but I was probably also arrogant in the sense that, I mean, arrogant in the sense like I didn't do my research. I didn't go and do a lot. I mean, there are times I've done it. I I used to have a vending machine route and I spent months and months doing my research about the vending machine routes and trying to figure out, I mean, that business had minimal success and maybe that's because I did some research, but it still eventually failed. And I think it failed because I didn't specifically talk to people who had done it. I mean, I did research, I read the reviews and all that stuff, but I think it's important for you to take calculated risks and you have to kind of approach it from a 360 view, which means you have to talk to everyone involved, not just the person selling you the business, the mentor, the coach, but people who have actually had experience in that field or do exactly what you want to do for you to understand how it works. Next, number five, you have to build a support system. You have to surround yourself with like-minded people and individuals. I mean, I can't stress this enough. You have to build a network of mentors, advisors, investors, peers and people who can provide for you valuable insights and connections. It is very important for you to build a support system because if you don't have that support system, more than likely, I'm not going to say you would fail. It's just going to take you much longer. With that good support system of like-minded individuals, it makes the time shorter for you to get to where you need to get to. Number six, you have to be resilient. This is probably like the most important thing, the most synonymous word with entrepreneurship, resilience. Entrepreneurship is a challenging and unpredictable journey, and it has a lot of setbacks and failures. So you have to stay focused, but don't be afraid to pivot and evolve because I think so many times we want to give up. We want to give up. And I mean, there for me, I have many days I'm just tired and things are just not going the way you want them to go. But you have to remind yourself that you have a system. I mean, like I mentioned, everything above this Number from number one to five, you have to remind yourself that you have a system and a path to your journey and your success. And you can always utilize that to make sure you're going in the right direction. Number seven, you have to be customer centric. I think every successful business is built on the foundation of satisfied customers. You have to listen to your customers. Everybody has a boss and I tend to think our customers are boss. So, I mean, With everything we do, we have to understand that we serve people. We live in a world where, I mean, we're all people, we're human beings, and we are here to serve each other and help each other out. So if you understand the needs of people and you continuously strive to exceed their expectations, you will be well on your way to succeeding. You have to deliver exceptional customer experiences to help get people towards you so you can grow your customer base, and then grow your business. Now, whether it's a service-based business, whether it's a product-based business, you have to be very customer-centric. Number eight, you have to build a strong team. So when I say build a strong team, a successful business is only as strong as its team. When I used to write, or when I still write, I have an editor for my writing that I did on Medium. And for my clothing line, Royal Dynamite, I had a team of VAs. I still have a team of VAs that 
I use to get things done. So with anything from writing, graphic design, to helping me load things onto the website, to controlling social media, all these things that I probably don't have a lot of time for, they were there to help me figure it out. So you have to build a talented team. You have to teach them sometimes, but you have to build a talented, dedicated team of individuals who share your vision and can contribute to your success. Those people, and for you, you have to foster a culture of collaboration, transparency, and open communications so you create a very productive work environment. So I'd say that there were 10 of, about 10 of them, but I, we cut it down to eight to kind of make it easy. So you can kind of take it into bits of three or four and four. So to go over them really quickly, number one, you have to develop a growth mindset. Number two, you have to go goal set, goal setting. Number three, you have to have continuous learning. Number four, take calculated risks. Number five, build a support system. Number six, be resilient. Number seven, be customer centric. And number eight, build a strong team. I think once you kind of take the grasp of all those things and find where these pieces fit in, you are well on your way to developing the right mindset to tackle your business. Yes, some of these things that what is telling you what successful people need, you're not quite there yet because you don't have a proven journey or path. But if you can find how you take all these things and you're able to overcome those initial four, I guess, barriers, and then you build the mindset, then you're well on your way to developing a growth mindset and the proper and necessary and needed mindset to building your business. So I hope you enjoyed this one. Thank you guys very much for listening. Subscribe to us, the family man, building a brand podcast and all platforms and you can follow us on any one of your social medias that you do family man building a brand thank you guys very much that's it for today's episode of family man building the brand we hope we left you with a ton of value from this episode if you like what you heard feel free to leave us a rating and a review this helps our show gain traction with other listeners just like you you can join our community by subscribing and following family man building the brand on your favorite podcast platform Remember, we're family and together we build.